What's up, Paradoxers? This is Jack again, and I am here with Chapter 6 Recap, entitled Stop. All right, anyone out there who has not read this chapter yet, just go to the link in the description or at the top of the video here, and you can read it for free. It's as easy as that. All right, so now with page one, they decided that they wanted to just recap the story a little bit because with the last chapter, it ended what I think is the second arc, the introduction of Itsuki Aino arc. So now they're moving into this new storyline and they just wanted to recap everything. So we see the microwave doing its thing, time teleporting the latest issue of White Knight from 2030 over to Sasaki so that he can plagiarize that baby uh, and publish it into Shonen Jump every week now because he has that ongoing series. So we see him, we see the mechanics of it right now. He, he gets it, he reads it, it's awesome as always. And it's actually showing how popular it is in 2030. White Knight is actually having three straight color pages, which is pretty incredible. I mean, from what I know, only one piece has received treatment like that. I think Naruto, maybe, towards the end, got a couple of uh, color pages as it was ending in a row. Uh, so that's pretty interesting. It's really successful is what they're trying to say, and that Sasaki really needs to keep up and is making him feel guilty. So the series of White Knight in 2020 has come out, and it's really popular. Munioko stops into the studio and he lets everyone know that it has gotten first place in the weekly survey, so which is a big deal in Japan. It really shows who is is performing well and unfortunately lets the people who are not performing as well know they gotta step up the game a little bit. So everyone is happy. The assistants are totally psyched because they spent so much time recreating chapter one uh, like three times. Uh, Sasaki feels like he is doing his job in stewarding the 2020 White Knight and not failing on his part to make sure that it's successful in this timeline as well. Okay, so Winioka uh, also stops by in a future, and so they're time skipping a little bit now, so in the future. Munioka is back again and he lets them know that they came in second. They're trying to show that uh, that it's popular, Sasaki is doing his job, and it's popular enough that they're already feeling anime adoption, adaptation offers. And which is not that big of a deal in that some people get it on the very first chapter. So by the sixth chapter they're already receiving offers. So moving on, they're time skipping. Sasaki has shown that he's receiving a lot of positive feedback for it, even though he feels really guilty that his version is not as good as Itsuki Aino's, but he still has to go and make it as great as he can. So that's his burden to bear at this point. More time passes, and we have some good news. Itsuki has been selected for Tezuka Award as Munioka stops by the office once again to deliver the news and everyone is really happy for 
I know, uh, poor Genki, he was actually the runner-up, which all he got was a little uh, box to show that his, uh, his effort there was rewarded, which is funny because Sasaki officially goes to Aino and says congratulations, and she's really happy about it too. She does her usual rivalry shtick, pointing at Tepei and saying that you know she's going to catch up soon. Hiro, the main, the leading assistant, uh, suggests they all go out for Korean barbecue. Once they are at the barbecue place, they celebrate, and there's like some character development. Yutsuki, of course, is devouring a huge pile of meat. I think the cultural annotation there is that uh, since a lot of meals are family style, the people who it's seen as like the people who deserve the meat uh, are given piles of it as like a reward. It's, it's a cultural thing. I think in American uh, families, oftentimes people are served like a pre-made dish uh, plate with like all the food servings on it. So it's, it's a little bit different. I think that's what they're trying to indicate. In the next panel, Sasaki is shown that he's like eating like the cabbage garnish, which is like what they put underneath the meat. And so he's grilling that up and because he feels really guilty because only he knows that he's plagiarizing manga from the future. Interesting uh, story plot line here is that they have uh, Hajime notice this and he talks to Sasaki about the manga to give him like sort of a pep talk. He goes on to tell him that he, about the time that White Knight premiered, the one shot premiered, he was feeling really down about his art. He was about to give up just like Sasaki was. And when he read it, he regained his sense of enthusiasm for making manga and he thanked him. And so Sasa Sasaki sees, hears this from him and it, it moves him, it kind of puts him at, at ease for the moment and he realizes yes I'm, I'm stewarding this manga it's helping a lot of people out there and that's what I'm here to do it's not you know as bad as I make it seem and his guilt is, is uh, tamped temp down a little bit at that point and he falls asleep when he wakes up he sees everyone asleep except for Itsuki Aino who is scribbling ideas on I think the the ordering form or napkins from inside the Korean barbecue restaurant with the pens on the table and I think what they're doing here is they're showing Sasaki really appreciate how hard she works and that even you know during this time she's still trying to go after it and so uh, I know notices that he's awake <laughs> She's like, why are you crying? It's a very fun dynamic between the two. I mean, if you're Itsuki, you're probably looking at him and it's like, what the, f what the hell is this weirdo doing? He's always crying and looking at me weird, uh, kind of like so, so uh, lacking any self-confidence at all. Anyway, uh, he sees that she is scribbling on all that junk and he gives her his sketchbook. So more on this later, but he gives her a sketchbook and she immediately starts using it. It's very cute. Like I said, the relationship is way cute. 
uh, on this panel, I, I just noticed they show her other eye, which is interesting. I don't think that I've, I did look for it in early chapters to see if they showed it. So they actually show her other eye in this uh, panel here, which is cool. It's not a Sanji issue. Okay, so they have another cute moment where they show like that dynamic of like a teacher-student type thing or a senpai moment where they're just kind of like showing that dynamic. I think it'll be important later on uh, because they're time skipping through a lot of this now as you can see in the next page. Uh, January passes, February passes, March, April. It shows me that they're a good team. It looks like they really get along with each other. Um, not every team is just uber polite. You can see like Genki and I know have like their own relationship of you know being young artists. You have the dynamic between Hajime and and Hiro, like the professionals, and everyone just seems like they are having a good time during these few months that White Knight Twenty Twenty is out. Okay, so moving into April 2021, it's a few few minutes before the new jump magically appears in his microwave, and Munioka calls and lets him know that they are going through with the White Knight anime series in 2020. Sasaki already knows that in the future, White Knight has already begun the anime much quicker so he's feeling the pressure to the pressure of the success of the future one and trying to live up to it so it ends with a shocking revelation it turns five after the phone call and the latest issue of jump has not appeared dun 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 even the robot looks like he's surprised in this shot all right, so here are my notes for this week. So this is the beginning of the next storyline. They set up Sasaki torturing himself with like living in the shadows of the 2030 White Knight, but nevertheless, he has taken responsibility of his actions for a full year. The cliffhanger now is the challenge moving forward of creating White Knight on his own since the latest volume did not show up. Is it temporary or is it done forever? So that's going to be interesting, an interesting dynamic. Because of course, if he has to write a White Knight from this point forward, it's going to be possibly lacking in quality. We shall see. Maybe this is like how they show Sasaki is working hard and that he's ready for the challenge or not. Let's see how that moves on. Second note I have is I believe Aino will eventually graduate from being an assistant under Sasaki. Uh, they gave plenty of hints at this. I mean, she's basically the winner of the Tezuka Award, which is very prestigious. So she's already at that level. Uh, I would not be surprised at them moving her right off the next chapter into her own series so that they can play her off as a true rival to Tepei at this point where they can both create a manga, uh, Sasaki with White Knight and Aino with her work and see how they do. And also it would be really weird if Aino was working on White Knight that Sasaki is doing by herself. It would be a nice clean break 
if she left his assistant group at that point. And my last note is the sketchbook. I found it really weird, like, oh, here's my sketchbook, right? Um, I kind of feel as though, you know, it could serve a sentiment, sentimental purpose later on of like, oh yeah, you gave this to me back in the day when we were in happier times. Or it can serve as a plot device if he's got something on it that uh, may reveal the true nature of his white knight uh, time travel microwave derived uh, luck there. So another great chapter definitely moved the plot into something that we haven't seen before in this series. The questions are out there for us to, to tune in next week to see what happens. Thanks all for listening. You can follow me on Twitter at Paradox Tweeter. Once again, read the series on viz.com slash shonenjump. It's free, easy to go. All right, peace out.